You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 332, Creating a Plan for Your Life. The military uses a very interesting training tool, a planning tool, and it's called the five-paragraph order. Um, Each branch of the military uses something similar. I'm going to focus on the one that was developed by the Marine Corps, but in the police department, we use something similar when we were putting a, a mission together, an operation together. But it's also a tool that you can use to make plans for your business, or what I'd like to focus on is how you can even plan for your life. So I'm going to read the the bullet points of the particular five-paragraph order to you. The first one is situation. The second one is mission. The third one is execution. The fourth one is administration and logistics. They go together. And then the last one, number five, is the communication plan. That's the five-paragraph order. And in the Marines, they actually call it SHMIAC for Situation, Mission, Execution, Administration, and Communication Plan. And so we want to talk just a bit about planning for your life. Obviously, this can be carried over into your business, your personal world, um, whatever you might be doing. But I want us to actually think in terms of having a framework for how we plan for different aspects of our life or business. Because I think too many of us, we go through life really without a plan. We go through life just kind of hoping we make the right decisions, hoping everything just kind of falls into place. And, you know, sometimes things work out okay. But I think with a little bit more planning and being a little bit more intentional, I think we would uh, actually accomplish a lot more. I think we would see more success, and it wouldn't just be, um, you know, hoping that uh, we make the right decision or that we get lucky. So we're going to talk about each one of these points. The first one we're going to talk about is the situation. Number one, what is the situation? What's the current ground truth? In other words... Um, If you're going into a military operation, um, you know, the current ground truth may be that this particular village is occupied by a cell of terrorists. So what are we going to do about that? What's the current ground truth? And uh, you're probably not dealing with something that extreme, but what's the current ground truth in your life? It might be something as simple as, I need to get out of debt. I'm over my head in debt. It might be something as simple as, I'm really overweight and I need to get overweight. And yet, you notice here, I'm, I'm, I'm using things that are, are kind of uncomfortable to talk about. We don't want to talk about our money. We don't want to talk about our health. But unless we're ruthless and, and very clear in what the current truth is, what's the actual situation, you're never, ever going to accomplish anything. 
In your business, what's the current ground truth? Are you breaking even every month? Do you have trouble meeting payroll some months? Um, the current ground truth, do you, are, are, you know, are there particular products that are struggling? Uh, do you need to re revamp how you're doing things? What is the current ground truth? How are you doing? How is your business doing? And you need to come up with some type of situation report, um, a template, some type of report that, that actually um, is, is a very clear indicator of where you're at. Uh, maybe you're having marriage issues. Well, that's something, that's a current ground truth. Uh, let's be honest about it, and, but because we can't fix things unless we're honest about the fact that they're actually there. So you have to be ruthless with yourself. If, if, if you don't want to acknowledge your debt, well, it's probably never going to get fixed. If you don't want to acknowledge your health issues, it's probably never going to get fixed. So let's, let's identify the current situation and then move on from there. Number two is mission. Mission. Okay, so we, 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 we've identified the current ground truth. Now what's our objective? What is our mission? What do we want to do? You know, if it's, if it's the extreme episode, um, example we used of a military unit attempting to take back a village where there's a, you know, a cell of known terrorists, well, the mission is going to be to go and neutralize those terrorists, take them into custody or neutralize them if you're moving into to that area and want to make it safe for, for the people that live there. And, you know, so what is the mission? How are we going to develop a mission? And if you're dealing with marriage problems, well, the mission is going to be to obviously fix your, ma fix your marriage. If you're way, way, way over debt, the mission is going to be to begin to get out of debt. How are we going to do that? Now, that'll be the next one. So we begin to um, explore what the mission is. And, and notice that we need to be very specific about what we want to do. Um, just saying, I want to get out of debt is probably not good enough. So let's, let's, let's narrow it down. You know, you don't win a war in one battle. Um, we, we, we actually want to pick one thing that we can focus on in this particular SMEAC that we can move on and, and, and accomplish. So I would say your mission, if you're way over, you know, head over heels in debt, might be to pay off one credit card, maybe to focus on one and get it paid off, maybe pay off your car loan, um, and, and we'll talk about the how, but I would say focus on one thing. If, if you're having marriage issues, what's one thing that you can begin to focus on to, to, to you know, bring some spark back into your marriage? Um, in your business, what's one thing you can focus on as part of a mission, what's your objective to set things right? Um, it might be hiring an administrative aide for you as the CEO or president of the company, somebody who can come and take things off your uh, plate so that you can focus on what's important. Uh, if you're really, really struggling as a business, you might have to make that hard decision of, of letting people go. Um, it might be something as simple as identifying one new product over the next six months that you believe might help you turn things around. So what is your mission? And I'm going to stop there. I want to mention what our resource highlight is for this week um, before we come back. And today's resource highlight is my first police book, Street Cop. 
And if you have a red street cop, I just encourage you to go over to Amazon, click on the link. Even if you don't buy it, go over to Amazon, click on the link, and read the first chapter or two. They let you read the first chapter or two for free. I'm not sure exactly how much it is or, or how many pages you get, but it's probably at least the first chapter or close to it. Check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's action-packed. Uh, both of my police memoirs are action-packed, true stories of what it's really like um, policing in a big city. And, and I, I didn't work for a big city police department, but living near Atlanta, we work just outside of Atlanta in one of the large metropo- metropolitan areas. So check out Street Cop. These are true stories, action-packed. Uh, some will disturb you, some will amuse you, but I think all of them will help give you a greater appreciation for the men and women in blue who put their lives on the line every single day. All right, well, we're back, and we've talked about situation. What's the current ground truth? We've talked about mission. What's our objective? What do I want to accomplish? And then number three is execution, the how. So if we're assaulting a village where we know there's a cell of terrorists, how are we going to do it? What's going to be our entry points? What's going to be the uh, time that we go in? Um, How are we going to deploy our troops? How are we going to maneuver through? Um, Are we going to identify certain places that we're going to uh, target where we know they're staying? Um, How are we going to protect from from, uh, being taken advantage of, from having them flank us? Um, What are we going to do? What is the execution? Well, in your life, how are you going to accomplish your goal? How are you going to accomplish your mission? If you're having uh, marital difficulties, then what are you going to do? It might be, you know what? We're going to go away for a weekend and rekindle the flame. Or I'm going to commit to one night a week taking my wife out. We're going to have a date night. I'm going to make it a priority. We're going to do it. I'm going to clear my schedule at least one night of the week where we can do that. That's a great idea. It might mean, if it's a little more serious, it might mean, say, committing to uh, marital counseling. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, If you're trying to get into shape, you're trying to get healthy, what are you going to do? What's your mission? Uh, It might be changing your diet. It's probably going to mean some exercise, but get specific and identify what you're going to do. And if, if we're talking about getting out of debt, you know, we talked about how our mission could be maybe paying off one credit card. Well, how are you going to do that if you're struggling to make ends meet? And this is where you have to sit down with a pad of paper or your screen open in front of you and start looking at where you can cut back. You know, I was always amazed when I worked for the police department um, at the guys who would eat out, they go to lunch every single day. They go, they drop 10, 15 bucks every day for lunch. And I was always amazed because those are the same guys that are having to work all these part-time jobs to make ends meet. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy, I enjoyed working part-time jobs too, but I was also that guy who pretty much packed his lunch every single day because I just didn't like paying all that money. I'd rather use that money for other things. And I get it, you know, there's a convenience factor, but if you figure in or figure up how much money you spend every month on lunch at work, or coffee, where you stop and get coffee on the way to work, you're going to be surprised at how much money you're just letting, you know, like sand through your fingers. That's one thing. That's just one area of something that you could do to cut back and take that money and apply it towards your debt. You know, 
doesn't mean you got to cut out, you know, meals every single every single day, but pack your lunch and then maybe go out to eat once or twice a week. Um, do the math and see what it comes out to. I'm constantly amazed. People got to stop at Starbucks every single morning on the way to work and drop three or four dollars for a cup of coffee. And then they're surprised when they're having debt issues. Look, let's be smart. Let's be ruthless and, you know, let's let's create the the the, the how that we're going to execute our mission. And for your business, what what are you going to do? What's the how? The how might mean um, brainstorming for a couple of new products. Uh, it might mean, uh, as we said, hiring a, an administrative aide to help you. It might mean uh, increasing your sales force to generate more income. Uh, but sit down, be ruthless with yourself, and create the how, the execution. How are we going to execute the mission? And then number four is administration and logistics. What are the means? What are you going to do? You know, we've already talked about the how. Um, we've talked about the how. So review your execution plan. Um, what what do you need to do now? What what do you need to pull in that's going to help you? Um, for for your marriage, that might mean okay. If I'm going to uh, clear my schedule to have one night a week free for the wife, what am I having to give up? Let's know it. Let's know ahead of time if I'm having to give something else up. Um, if you're head over heels in debt, one of the things you might have to do is actually make some calls to some credit creditors and say, listen. I'm trying to, you know, get stuff paid off, but, um, you know, I'm just not going to be able to pay this full balance and negotiate with them. Does that hurt your credit score? Absolutely. But it'll also get you out from under some debt. So what are some things that you can do to prepare? In, in the, the military example we're looking at, what, what's the administration and logistics they need? What, what are they going to need to get there? Are they going to need some Humvees? Are they going to insert by a helicopter? What's going to be their loadout? How are they going to be armed? Are they going to need heavier weapons? Are they going to be able to rely on their lighter weapons? Are they going to have backup? Are they going to have support available? What, what's the administration and logistics? What are you going to need? And so this is, this is you know, the one that's not sexy, but asking this question ahead of time, what do I need to accomplish my mission? And so if you're looking at getting healthy, um, that might mean actually looking around and finding the right gym that's close to either close to your house or close to your work. Those tend to be where they, uh, where we work out at and, you know, find the one that's got the best price. If you've got your kids with you, you might, okay, which ones have the best childcare? Um, what are the logistics? What's it going to look like to make it happen? Uh, I've got a friend right now at the gym. He started at our gym about uh, six or eight months ago. He walked in at about 500 pounds, 500 pounds, horribly obese. And he came in and he said the first day, actually told me this morning, he's dropped 125 pounds, 125, 130 pounds. I mean, it's just amazing seeing him do it right. But he said, the first day I came in, he said, I got on the stationary bike. He said, 10 minutes was all I could do. And he said, and I came back the next day and I did 10 more minutes. And I came back the next day and I did 10 more minutes. And then it, he worked it up to 15, and then a little bit longer, and a little bit longer. And then he started doing some other stuff with it, and he altered his diet. 
But this is a guy who's serious about getting into shape. And, you know, it took a long time to get out of shape. And now he's dropped 125 pounds in about, you know, six or eight months. So it's it's quite the story. But he did the right things. He found the gym that uh, he knew would be a good place for him to go, a good community gym where there's encouragement. People are cheering him on. People know his name. Um, it sounds like a small thing, but it's really not. So what's what's the administration and logistics for you? And so this might, for, for, for a debt issue, you may have to sit down and, you know, verify, you know, what where, where are you at? You know, which credit card should you tackle first? Which one's got the highest interest rate? And decide what you should attack. And then the last one, the last one is our communication plan. Our communication plan is your key to peace of mind. Um, you know, really, communication is such a key to every endeavor that you take. And for our military example, obviously, they're going to check their, their, their communication devices. They're going to make sure their walkie-talkies are working before they go. They're going to make sure they're all on the right channel. They're going to know which channel they need to communicate with air support. They're going to know which channel to, to communicate with if they have an absolute worst-case emergency and they have to um, call for extraction before the mission's over. Um, so, so who are we talking to? And so having a communication plan in place is so very important. In your business, if your business is, is needing a little bit of help, you know, having an honest heart-to-heart -heart talk with your people is probably the smartest thing that you can do as a leader. You know, when I was in management at the police department, my attitude was no secrets unless there's a reason to keep a secret. You know, some supervisors, some managers, for them, you know, it's they love to keep secrets because then they've got some power. I always love to tell my people exactly what was going on. At one point, I had a uh, one of the units that I was overseeing was a, was a group of civilians uh, involved in code enforcement. And for almost a year, there was talk of their positions being eliminated by the county government. I mean, there was talk. It was in the newspapers almost every single day about the possibility of firing them um, just to save money for the county. Do we really need them? Can the police department do this? And so every single day, these guys were coming to work expecting bad news. Are they going to get them? We're talking 15 or 20 people. And, you know, coming to work every single day expecting bad news. And so whenever I heard rumors, I would tell them what I heard. Um, whenever I heard any, any news at all, I always passed it on to them because I didn't want there to be any surprises. And they knew that I was at least looking out for them in the sense that try, I was trying to keep them in the loop. So what is your communication plan? Um, if, you know, if you're having marital problems, probably the first thing to do is kind of sit down with the spouse and say, hey, listen, I can see we're struggling here, but I'm committed to making this thing work. What can we do to make it work? Have, get, get it on the table. Have a conversation. Um, if you're struggling with your health, the first conversation you might have might be with your doctor, and then it might be with a personal trainer. If, if you're struggling with your finances, there might be the need to talk to your tax advisor or talk to your um, accountant and say, okay, listen, I really need to get ruthless with this and pay some debt off. Help me get a plan. It might cost you some money, but it'll be money well spent. So let's create this communication plan. If you're struggling with something in your personal life, maybe an addiction, 
maybe something else that you're, you're embarrassed to talk about. You're battling depression or anxiety. This is the point where we say, you know what? I probably need some professional help. This cloud, this black cloud that's hanging over my head, these bad feelings that I'm feeling all the time, this not wanting to get out of bed, this, you know, sadness that I always feel, whatever, whatever it might be that would describe your depression, this is where you need to say, you know what, I've got to be ruthless with this. If I want to have a better life, I need to go talk to somebody. I need to go talk to somebody. So communication is such an important thing. You know, what I find is having people in my world, in my circle, that I can communicate with about different things is really, um, I hate to use the word salvation because it sounds so so uh, over the top, but it really is. God did not create us to be alone. In fact, in the second chapter of the Bible, he said about mankind as he made man, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. So God's created us to live in community. And so um, having a circle of people around you that you can talk to and that can hold you accountable and that you can cry out to when you need help. Um, you know, to me, that's one of the best things about staying involved in a local church for so many years. Um, you know, when I've had marital problems, when I've had personal problems, when I've dealt with things in my life, having people around me that I can say, listen, I need help. What should I do? Can you pray for me? Can you just encourage me? And and having those people in your in your in your corner really helps you go out the next round and fight even harder. Now remember, you know, in the military, one of the things you'll hear occasionally is when we're talking about a plan, we're talking about putting a plan together. Um, there's a saying in the military: no plan survives the first contact with the enemy. In other words, don't fall in love with your plan. We put a plan together for our lives. We put a plan together for our businesses. We really want to plan well for our future because if we don't plan, remember we're relying on trust, or relying on luck and just hoping things work out all right. But a plan at least gives us some structure and some guidelines about where we can go. But no plan survives first contact with the enemy, so your plan may end up having to change. You know, when have you, I mean, this has happened to me, maybe it's happened to you, you know, you're trying to get out of debt and you have that major repair that you have to put on the credit card. Oh, that's terrible. But you know what? That's fine. We adjust the plan and we keep moving. We don't let it throw us um, into a reverse. We keep moving. Or just when you start getting healthy, you start working out, you start exercising and you pull a muscle and now you can't do anything. Okay, don't throw the plan out. We just adjust and keep moving on. So quick quick recap. We're talking about SMEAC, the five-paragraph order in the military. The first one is situation. What is your current ground truth? Number two, what's the mission? What are you trying to, to accomplish? What is your objective? Execution. What's the how? How are you going to do this for the next 60 days, for the next six months, for the next year, how are you going to make this happen? Administration and logistics. What are the means? What are the resources that you're going to use to bring this to pass? What are the resources you're going to use? And then last is the communication plan. Really the key to your peace of mind. What? Who are you going to be talking to? Who's going to be in your circle? Who's going to be in your corner um, getting you ready to go out and fight the next for the next round. 
Who is it that you're going to be communicating with? And what are you going to be communicating about? If you're the boss, if you're the CEO, you, you should, if you're not excited about the vision of your company, how can you expect your people to be excited? If, if you can't be excited about your marriage, how can you expect your, your spouse to be excited about your marriage? If you can't be excited to um, take care of yourself, why should anybody else care? So, so let's, let's be that communicator who's communicating vision, who's encouraging, and who's, who's really uh, got those people around us who also communicate back with us and give us feedback and help us to make the needed adjustments. Well, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about SHMIAC, the five-paragraph order? Um, is there any way you can apply it in your life? Uh, if so, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me, and we will see you next week on Leading and Learning.